1: and I'm Jean and this is our podcast about love marriage and relationships
0: go online check us out at couplesynergy.com or go on Facebook and Instagram at couplesynergy you can go on LinkedIn you can go on Twitter please subscribe to our podcast leave us a review or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about and now on to couples synergy an in-depth look at love marriage and relationships where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples Transform their relationships for over 20 years.
1: You know, everyone says you should work on your relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of
0: with the partner they fell in love with. On today's episode, we are talking about projection mm. and self-esteem because yes. typically they go hand in hand in relationships and this, uh, Topic has kind of come about because of a a client I was working with, and he is, he's back in the dating world after a divorce, and he's really just kind of struggling with his own self-esteem, and he has such anxiety in trying to talk to a woman who he finds attractive because he thinks that he is completely out of her league and that She is not going to see him as a confident person and she will have nothing or want nothing to do with him. And so he's got all this stuff going on in his head. And what happens is that he starts this conversation and then he finds a way or an excuse to get out of the conversation.
1: It's interesting to hear you talk about that because I'm trying to think back to being in the dating world, which is a very long time ago. And it seems to me that every guy that I potentially would want to find me attractive was probably not good for me. And so maybe I came off as desperate or something else. But I think something genuine it doesn't, it supersedes all that other stuff.
0: Well, I think you start trying too hard. Yeah. Uh huh. You know, you, you try to become someone that you're not, or you're trying to become someone that you think that that other person wants to see.
1: Because the guy that you're talking about, who I know pretty well, he's a real nice guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A very nice guy. And he never lacked that confidence before. Right. In fact, he was. Almost on the other side, where he was so independent and so um,
0: sociable,
1: yeah. That, and he didn't need anything. And now that he feels that that deficit, and you know, to me, that is that's a stepping stone or a, a what it, a diving board, a board, a launch pad <laughs> to like the next level. And so obviously he's attracted to people who are not probably a good fit. And so he feels that, and then he tries to be something he's not. And I remember that feeling. Do you remember that feeling?
0: I, I remember trying too hard. I remember trying to present myself in a way that I was not, right? And, and it just comes off as not real, not genuine. You know, and you, you seem fake.
1: You know not only do you seem fake, you seem you you give off what you're projecting. So if you feel like you're not enough, you give off that you don't think that other person is enough either. It's a really weird thing that happens,
0: and and it's all subconscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's just this thing that someone feels weird or feels awkward in in this conversation with you because you're not being genuine and you're projecting this this assumption, and so the first thing that a person wants to do is, like, get away, right? I think I, I remember saying to him, I said, people don't want to hang around someone that they don't know, or they can't get to know.
1: Because they're not being genuine.
0: Because they're not being genuine, and you're not showing all your cards, or at least being genuine, I mean, you don't have to be just, you know, dumping your entire personal history on a person, but, and TMI, but if you're not opening up and showing a part of who you are, then it, it it is very awkward. And you start to have this suspicion that the person wants something from you, right? Or they're being guarded for a reason.
1: Right. And that's where they come off, they get the feeling that they're not enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I always talk about, you know, you have to become the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. And if you like who you are and you stop apologizing for that, everyone wants to hang around with you.
0: Well, I think that's probably the problem is that there's a lot of people out there that don't like who they are.
1: Exactly. And they create a persona that they think the world likes. And even if the world does like it, they're still very disconnected from it. It's still... Horrible feeling to feel that way in the world. I would rather be alone with myself and and accepting of myself than with a lot of people who thought they liked me, but they didn't know who I was.
0: I imagine like famous people go through that.
1: Oh, they have to. And most famous people are liars, right? They do that for a living. They act.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, they have to put on a front. They have to put on a a side of themselves in order to entertain. And it's not a complete picture. Right. And so then a lot of times, well, what is the saying? It's like, um uh don't meet your hero or something like that. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah,
1: yeah. They'll disappoint you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, never meet your heroes or something like that. Yeah, because you're only seeing a snapshot of who they are and who they're presenting to the world. It might not even be who they are, right? They're presenting to the the world. And then when you meet them in person, you get a whole picture and it it just kind of dashes what your impression is, your initial impression.
1: You know, I'm thinking about one of our friends who happens to be an actor. Mm -hmm. And we knew him long before we knew him as an actor. We went and saw a play he was in. And so... That experience of knowing him and, and who he is and then seeing him act on stage, you could see what wasn't him. But if the only thing you know about a person is a role they're playing as an actor, mm-hmm. then you can't resolve that. And that's why I don't meet your heroes because your heroes are typically someone acting in the role of a hero and not a real hero.
0: Yeah. And, and it's amazing what people what their impression is, it it is far from what you think you are giving off. Like people are going to have their own impressions and you could try to manipulate that or try to present, you know, what you want people to see, but they're still going to see what they want.
1: Well, you can't help it. I mean, even in our relationship and we've been together eh, 25 married next month in 26 years. Mm -hmm. And, in different situations with different people, I still see a different side of you that I project onto. Yeah. doesn't really happen so much if we're home alone or doing what we normally do, but it'll be in a, in a unique situation. Be like, who is that? <laughs> what are you doing over there? You know, and we all get that, right? When we're in new situations, we have to face a part of ourselves we don't know yet. And so does our partner. And if you know someone very well, you will see that in them. And, Meeting someone for the first time, and especially the way we have to meet, because we're not designed to look at a two-dimensional picture with words that are a job description or a resume and fall in love. Mm -hmm. We're designed to see a person and smell a person and feel the essence of them and see the metal language, which you can't see on a profile
0: no and and just feel the energy in the room like that that also versus the the meta language is just being in proximity that's what we're designed to be able to pick up on and this is a virtual world
1: yeah a lot of people that we work with virtually we want to meet them in person it makes all the difference in the world a virtual session with someone you know from being in person with them is very very different You know, especially with the backgrounds. The backgrounds are always, you know, we have a fake background. We have a staged background, I should say. It's not like a Zoom background, but it's staged. So when people see us on Facebook or uh, YouTube or whatever, the videos that we create, you know, they wouldn't know we're sitting in the middle of Colorado with massive mountains behind us or if we're in your parents' basement in Illinois (laughs) Or if we're in a hotel room, you wouldn't know.
0: Or if we're in the office in the Chicagoland area. Yeah, right, you just wouldn't know. Yeah.
1: But in person, you you know things that you don't know. And that's one sad thing about you know all the internet dating is it requires a level of skill that if you don't have, it kind of can kick you out of the running just because of that.
0: It's like learning a different language. And unfortunately, I think it is promoting projecting an image out there. Mm-hmm. You know, you are projecting what you want people to see and what you want people to learn about you. And so it's not natural. It's not a way of just meeting someone for for the first time and having a conversation with them. And having that conversation progress into you know, a mutual understanding of who both of you are and then wanting to further that relationship. It's, it's a swipe. It's like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like what they're putting here. I'm just going to swipe, you know, and swipe them away or swipe them into wanting to know more about them. And it's just, it really takes away from, I guess, the normal interaction, the process of, of interaction and relationship building.
1: Well, how many times has one of us, probably more you than me because I'm better. Just kidding. (laughs) Uh. Said something that offended the other person. And then we have an opportunity to say, that's not what I meant. Or now that I've thought about it, I've changed my mind. Or I didn't know that was going to hurt you. And you don't have that opportunity. You don't have that opportunity to go to another level of, let let this shape me and who i am or let this shape us in who we are if we just instantly you know swipe away you would have swiped me away a long time ago we both would have because relationships require that next level of is that really what you meant or is that really how you feel or what about i wouldn't have swiped you away yeah, i would have swiped <laughs> me away <laughs>
0: <laughs> swiper no swiping
1: for sure, you were going <laughs> to swipe me away because I had a kid. And that's after you fell in love with me. And it was mm-hmm. like this whole idea of how do we step into the future and you step into this insta-family role, right? right? Right, And that was a big thing. But because you had already fallen in love with me, you were like, crap, I got to give this a shot.
0: I can't swipe no more.
1: Because you could put it in your little criteria, I don't want any more kids. I don't want anyone with this. I don't want anyone out. with that.
0: Right. You could just totally weed them out. I don't out. want
1: anyone that's shorter than this height or fatter than this weight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think I've been all the weights. I haven't been all the heights. <laughs> Which might have <laughs> that counterbalanced would be a little, some of the weight. A little scary, but, actually. I mean, if if that's what you fall in love with with a person, that's gonna change. Mm-hmm. You might have had more hair when I met you.
0: Uh that's true. That's true. <laughs>
1: But you also had other things that have gone away and better things have replaced them. I think your heart is better than it was. Your your ability to be more genuine and more kind and loving and compassionate has grown over the years instead of being worried about maybe what other people think so much.
0: And my rock-hard abs have gone away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank God. Oh, those hurt my ribs. Oh, my God. That's so- <laughs> Uh, but you know those are the things that you can't fall in love with if you're not in proximity and so we do we overjudge based on what i don't know you know we just watched this movie oh what was it called it was the one the christmas one where the girl loses her memory
0: no not remembering this this is kind of funny i'm not she got in
1: a ski accident Remember they were taking oh, a fake ski picture? Oh, this is Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, it's a yeah. Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And she's really fake, and her boyfriend is really fake. He's like a influencer. And their whole beginning of the thing was them creating this fake image of who they were. And then she fell because she doesn't know how to ski, and they were pretending to take this awesome ski trip picture. And she couldn't remember who she was, and she ended up being a really nice person when she forgot about... Her image,
0: mhm-hmm, or the image she had created, right, yeah,
1: and that's a really interesting thing because we need our communities, we need our families to keep us honest, and it tells to knock it off when we're being fake.
0: well, that is a really good testament to not trying too hard, right? You know, she was just being her, she was just being genuine. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to maintain the same persona that she had prior to the accident. And so in being herself, she was able to like create love. She was able to have a, a, a true relationship with someone instead of a fake one right. that, that was generated by not only her, her projection, but it was also generated by the reaction that she was getting from other people right? And what other people wanted her to be, right? And so y- you reap what you sow. And so if you're going to project something that is not yourself out there, then you're going to get a reaction back that's either someone is being, you know, repulsed or someone, maybe they buy into this this fake front that you're putting on. It's not going to last long, that's for sure, because <laughs> that fake mask is going to going to fall apart at some point.
1: It's so fragile. And that's the feeling. It's it's like, I guess you need a million friends in the virtual world in order to maintain the one or two that actually will care about you because that's all there really is in real life. In real life, it's really that way too. Mm -hmm. And it feels, you see those big numbers, like you can't possibly. (laughs) Love that many people in the world. It just isn't possible.
0: Which along the same lines, I want to thank all of you out there because sometimes... Um, we get some feedback that we are being genuine and that we are, you know, and, and when we're interviewing people, they say the same thing too because because we are. That's exactly what we're trying to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just trying to show that we are a real couple and we go through real struggles even though we are in the business of helping people and helping couples.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, like when you look at the marketing piece, uh, we just can't. Do the whole, hi, I'm Jean, and would you like to change your relationship? Because we can show you the 17 steps okay. that you can do right now. Like, that's not like who we are.
0: I think we just redlined the audio right there. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but that's how people talk. And and what it does is it activates that, you know, fight or flight response and it pumps you up. It's like going to the, the Baptist church and singing and you get this big high, but then it the high goes away and you've just spent money and you're nowhere where you wanted to be. And when you come up with something genuine, it's harder for people to trust that. And I think that would be the same thing in the dating world. Like the marketing piece is like your fake persona that you're trying to use this 10 seconds of being in front of someone to let them know that for 25 years you've been working hard doing this work and helping people and studying this stuff. I think that was pretty good. I did a good uh, fake. Uh...
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that, you know, the dating world and the profiles and creating an advertisement for yourself. And a lot of people have a very difficult time doing that because how do you, how do you portray yourself in an advertisement? Right. And, and then dealing with the rejection so so let's say you are genuine. Let's say you are putting yourself out there that this is who I am and, you know, I'm a sensitive person and I care about people and, you know, here are some genuine pictures of myself and you get crickets Yeah. or you get rejected. And there's, that could be a, like a huge blow. There's a lot of people blow.
1: that will say, well, when I met the person, they didn't actually look like their picture. Yeah. But yeah. if they actually put their picture out there, you probably would have never met them.
0: Yeah, I, I just, yeah, it, it's a it's a tough, tough world out there, that dating world, that online dating world, I should say.
1: Yeah, I, I remember someone saying that about me because my the way that I look tends to fluctuate pretty greatly based on a lot of things, especially if I gained weight or lost weight or something like that. And so when you look back at all of our stuff, I have many periods of time I look very different.
0: The many faces of gene. Yes,
1: That's exactly what that person said. And, you know, if I'm judged on one, I'm probably rejected on another. If I'm rejected on another, I'm probably, you know what I mean? It's like that is such a small way that we can discern about a human being, sadly.
0: Yeah, you just, you just can't care too much. <laughs> you, know? you just can't. Well, you, you know, know, one be... of the
1: things that Ugh. we've noticed is that it, it works better to form relationships with people. And in some of the guidance that we're being um, given about our company, they're they're saying, like, go tell people you know that you're looking to hire someone for this position. You probably aren't going to find this person on, you know, a a job applicant website. You're probably going to find this person because someone knows them, and they're going to be vetted before you even start interviewing them. And I was like, wow. And I would say the same thing if you're in the dating world. Like, Tell people you're interested to ask people,
0: do you know anyone it, you know what's interesting about that is that the client I was working with he he doesn't he doesn't want to do that because he feels like it would project off uh, an air of being desperate an air of being pathetic
1: and I would say if he did do that he would get the feedback that he's not being pathetic or desperate. Because his pathetic, desperateness is happening because he's spiraling inward, mm-hmm. not having those conversations for sure, and just trapped in his own head.
0: And then on the outside, what it looks like is being aloof, right? Mm-hmm. Or just being there's no. I don't depth. really want
1: a date, and so
0: right that I'm content. Yeah, yeah.
1: One of our neighbors, I keep thinking about this this woman that I know, and I think you know they would be probably a great couple they probably have a ton of fun together they have common interests they both have money they could they both like to travel and I just think man I don't think he'd ever give her a chance I don't think she's you know because I think he likes to date younger and attractive people but I think that's also why he hasn't sustained a long-term relationship (sighs) You know, <laughs> but like personality wise, couple synergy, the
0: dating uh, matchmaking. <laughs> oh, we service. are not going into that. Service. No,
1: no. But that the, you know, I get the same feeling when I'm around both of these people about how they are in the world and and what's important to them. And in my mind, it feels like it. It, it would be. A, I would never mention it to either one of them, but I always think a lot of single people. I think they they project something. That's a lie. And I remember that like the idea of falling in love with the potential of a person instead of the person.
0: Oh, that's yeah, that's interesting concept. Yeah.
1: And there's it's like the potential of
0: the potential of a
1: relationship, but not not the reality.
0: Well, that's like getting into a relationship thinking that you're gonna change that person. Yeah. You're Mm -hmm. gonna mold them into what you want versus who they are.
1: Which you can only do if you're molded or moldable. Like, if you know who you are, you certainly aren't going to attract or want to attract a fixer-upper.
0: No. No, only assertive, confident people attract assertive, confident people.
1: And open, vulnerable people. So this guy clearly does not want to show anyone his vulnerabilities or insecurities, Mm -hmm. and therefore he just is feeding them.
0: Right, and so exactly. if he does attract someone, he's going to attract someone who doesn't want to be open, doesn't want to be vulnerable, and is going to be equally fake.
1: And they're going to see him as aloof, and he's going to see them as aloof. Yeah. And they'll never Because, you know, if you've been listening to us at all, you know that vulnerability thing? Uh, yeah, it's kind of the glue to a relationship.
0: Yeah, it it's kind of necessary.
1: Yeah, nobody wants to come in and get rescued by you know some superhero and be a damsel I I think those days are long gone I think genuine is so much so refreshing in the world in this day of Mm
0: -hmm. not knowing what is the truth online Yeah. yeah I think being genuine is absolutely necessary for all relationships
1: Yeah, I think that's why we decided that we were just going to kind of be open books about our life. Because if we wanted to help people in the world, we have to show that it's okay to be vulnerable. And clearly we're doing it because we get a lot of feedback that that's the case.
0: And and that's, you know, we're not fit for everyone's consumption either. No. 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 And that's
1: okay. And you'll know that right off the bat. Yeah. Right off the bat.
0: You know, talking about being in proximity and being around in in the energy of people and building relationships, it just really made me think about why we really love doing the weekend intensives and why we like bringing people together, you know, a small number of people, not like doing these huge events with hundreds of people, but doing it in smaller groups. You know, this next one is, is going to be a um, 13 couples, 13 to 15 couples, and it is a, a very intimate place and location and venue, and it's just beautiful. It's in the mountains, and just the energy of that. I just love doing it.
1: Yeah, the I mean, we could go talk to a thousand people, but we can't transform a thousand relationships at one time. It. It you can't. it's just not possible. No. It's like giving a massage to ten people at once. you have to focus. <laughs>
0: you <have> to. Ew. <laughs> <It's ewey. laughs>
1: but that and, and you know, we're also careful about who do we want on the weekend with who. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: One of the really
1: cool things is one of the couples that was on our last weekend, they asked if they could come back and help. Mm -hmm. in any way shape or form they were so appreciative of what it did to their relationship and they just want to be part of that energy again and it really is a community thing that is organic that is it's just really real and that was cool and i know there's a couple other couples that would for sure if there was an opportunity for them to come and facilitate in some way they'd want to do that which i think is really cool
0: uh, yeah I think we're gonna try to figure out a way to do that, maybe yeah. like you know mm-hmm. mentors or something like that but uh yeah, this is uh it, it is turning out to um kind of grow into a life of its own, which is really, really cool to see,
1: yeah, and you know just meeting people we've never met before who start to check out our podcast and then want to interview us like on their podcast, and then they're like, we want to be part of that energy. We want to be on that weekend. Mm -hmm. It's really cool to hear that. So, you know, I guess that's what we're talking about is genuineness and being real in this really difficult time to do that.
0: Yeah, and not projecting something that you're not, you know, really just staying in your own and being vulnerable. And showing people who you are because that's the only way to create long-lasting, healthy relationships.
1: And we were just working on our book that we're writing and I was really focusing on like that whole concept of we start out in a relationship with what can I get? And ultimately, the goal of a relationship is what can I give?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the, the parent-child, what can I get? part of a relationship that we are all formed in and learn about relationship through as parent child has to be transformed into something else. And I don't think I've ever seen anything more beautiful on this planet than those 70, 80 year olds that are in relationship for 60 years and they've made it to that place and they just glow around each other. Their bodies can barely move and they just take their time and make sure each other gets to where they want to go. And they you could tell they would rather be nowhere else except with each other. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. And um, it's hard in this world to to get that. And it does require you to know vulnerable, deeper parts of another human being. So I really hope that your client uh, has the courage to start sharing this with people and to let them know that hey, I'd really like to be in a relationship and I'm not desperate, but I'm, I've am i got something to offer because I know he does. I know who you're talking about. He absolutely has something to offer.
0: I hope he gets there too. Yeah.
1: And all the rest of you out there, you know, if there's something locked in your heart and you've been faking your way through something, take a chance. Go be vulnerable.
0: So we want to thank you for joining us today on Couple Synergy. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please let us know how you enjoy the show. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs such as Relationship 101, the Home Study Course, the Couples Weekend Intensive, and our premier coaching program called Couple to Couple, look us up online at couplesynergy.com.
1: And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening.
0: Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Katkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez.